Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a special edition of the What Have You Been Up To podcast from Guatemala. On today's episode, I'll be talking with Gina, a good friend of mine that I met during high school. We discuss how Gina has transitioned from a teacher to a full-blown digital nomad, doing amazing things in the digital marketing space, and how she likes to spend her time in different parts of the world. Thanks for listening in. Gina. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> man. I don't think you've ever called me man. What's up, dog? <laughs> you only call me Moody. That's yeah. it. Moody. Why do you only call me Moody? I just can't switch over to Mac. Do you refuse or are you just like not natural? Yeah, it's just not what I know you as. Fair enough. And Trey's called you. He switches over. He's been switching over yeah. this trip. Yeah. So we're actually in Guatemala. Yep. For those only listening. Um, we have a different background. We're in a jungle. We're in a jungle at Gina and Trey's house. A little introduction. I'm speaking with Gina Oliver, one of my very good friends, who I think we've only become real close friends over the last few years, but we've known each other since high school. Mm-hmm. And you're Trey's wife, yeah. who I did my first episode with. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Trey's wife. (laughs) (laughs) Who we did Um, the first episode with. Yep, co-owner of Wave Enterprise, and we are a multimedia boutique firm that services wellness entrepreneurs through podcast editing and social media management and all the fun stuff. And my husband and I are digital nomads. You are, that's why we're in Guatemala. Yep, and I am also Boca's mom. Our Shut kitten, up, our Schmitten, <laughs> pokey pokey, which is she's right now on a pizza box. <laughs> That's been here for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what you do is really cool, and I think we'll get into it. Uh, but just you know, a little background of us being here this week, and by the time people listen, it'll be like three weeks later. But this has been awesome, and you guys have been a few places around the world, mm-hmm. but we finally got to visit you. COVID aside, mishaps aside, we're, we're here mm-hmm. and we've been here and it's been amazing. And thank you for allowing me to record this in your house and, you know, be here with you. It's, it's actually been like real eye opening. Yeah. How do you like Guatemala? Uh, we love it. I think the part that we love the most is just being surrounded by nature and like, you know, working eight hours straight and then being able to just go outside and just stare at the the water or the trees and have a little brain break you know I think I've felt that this week even though I haven't been working like just getting up and the first thing you want to do is go outside because it's just so beautiful here yeah and um there's just something like I never go to sleep before 10 o'clock but because it gets so dark here and because we've been doing so much during the day I've been getting like the best sleep of my life and I think it's just because it's so calm and peaceful here. Yeah, it kind of puts you back into like your natural circadian rhythm. Yeah. That's what it's called, mm-hmm. to sleep early. Like when you first came here and you're like, why does it feel like it's midnight? And it was only six yeah. or seven. It was and it just gets so dark and there's not that many lights here. And, you know, but there's something cool about that. Yeah. You know, it's just going back to like, a long time ago. It feels like when we were younger, even. Yeah. Like, you're in before the lights go out. Yeah. 
and there's no like phones and yeah. you're just in bed with your thoughts yeah just living yeah just literally just living that's what it feels like this week just living mm-hmm. and i think that goes to kind of why you guys started to do this right mm-hmm. and you mentioned you're a digital nomad now which do you like that term or do you think it's played out um i think it's kind of the same thing that i feel about coaches like if people are like I'm a life coach, and it's kind of has this thing attached to it, but I would still consider myself one because I don't know what else to call it. Just yeah. location independent, I guess, yeah. is another term. I don't even think now as as prevalent as it was before COVID because people work from home now. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even have to use that term anymore because people work from wherever they want to anyways. Yeah, I think, well, I think that's kind of... There's a difference between just being a remote worker and just working from your house and then actually being a digital nomad where you're traveling and working. Yeah, that's true because the travel part of it is like part of your job almost, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and we... I think there's a lot of digital nomads who are, you know, traveling every month, but we like to stay somewhere longer just to have a, a greater sense of home and... For our cat as well, it's hard to, you know, just dip bring her. every month. Yeah, she'd yeah. be like, "What's going on?" <laughs> That's funny. I don't know how you guys do it because it is really like a lot to just get acclimated to a new spot, new languages, um, cultural um, norms, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I guess being here for a longer period of time allows you to kind of dive in a little bit more. What do you think about that? Yeah, and, you know, when we first, well, we moved to the Philippines, and we were there in Manila for almost two years, and that was our hub, and then when we moved to Boracay, which is this beautiful island in the Philippines, it's only four miles long, and we got there, and we just, like, wanted to do everything, like, it's crystal clear water, you know, there's so much to do there, and we were just overwhelmed but then we had to realize okay we're actually like this is our home now so we have time to spread everything out and that's what I like about living places longer is you don't have to feel so pressed to you know do everything cram everything in in a week like how we are doing now yeah you know yeah and that's what I like about it traveling and I think it's more just sustainable um just for you know getting into a schedule and you know, just having that sense of home and... It's not just chaotic. Yeah. 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 I've been to trips where, like, we move every four days, and it's like, <laughs> okay, should we have done that even? Or yeah. should we just stayed one spot for yeah. 10 days? Yeah, packing all your stuff up is... It's stressful, you know? Because, I mean, we're here... We're going to be here a total of five months... And it's just like moving out, you know, after a and year. You never or two know years. how much shit you have. Yeah, and it's like, why, you know, we got a smoothie maker, we got yeah. all these things now. It's like, all right, we, we still like bought stuff. Yeah. And we have to pack it all back up in backpacks. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really admire what you guys do. And like, we've talked about it extensively. I think I was probably one of the first people to know that you guys were going to the Philippines the first time. And mm-hmm. I think my reaction was also like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. But, like, you explained it, and it's it's become its own thing now, whereas, like, I used to attach wave 
with you guys, but now Wave feels like its own thing, mm-hmm. and you guys are your own thing. Mm-hmm. And I think you've allowed yourselves to be your own thing again, where it's like you're Gina, Trey's Trey, and Wave's Wave, mm-hmm. and it operates like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's definitely this thing that's bigger than us now. For sure. And there's been times where we're like, you know, what if what if I just stopped this right now and just got like a job, you know, but there's so many people depending on us and you can't just do that. It's like quitting a job. Yeah. We but it's your just, own. Yeah. I, I think it's the coolest thing. And you guys are great at what you do. You'd mentioned podcast editing. This podcast is edited by Trey and it mm-hmm. sounds so good. But what you do is truly incredible. And I want to talk about how you went from being a teacher to now what you kind of do in totality at Wave, which is a lot of things you had mentioned before, and if you can touch on them again. Mm -hmm. um, What did you take from being a teacher to doing this now? Do you miss being a teacher? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like, where do you see yourself going within Wave? Like, what do you really, really like to focus on? Mm -hmm. Well, the transition from being a teacher to not being a teacher actually was more so forced because when we were in Manila, the Wi-Fi was boo-boo, and it didn't let me teach online. Uh, It wasn't strong enough, so there was just a point where I was like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore, and I just remember crying, thinking, what am I going to do now, you know? And, you know, Trey has always had football, he's always had music, and I just felt that I only had teaching, and, you know, I had all this debt, and... What am I going to do? That's crazy. You know? And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of when they quit their jobs is, what am I going to do? What am I good what at? now? And I also think this is kind of going a, a different note, but, you know, college forces you, you're 18 years old, and then you have to pick a major, and you don't really even know many, most people don't know what they want to do, right? Well, but you're, Yeah, most people, for sure. You're forced yep. to pick something, and then you feel like you're kind of stuck in this box. And it's just through traveling that I was able to explore, you know, being part of Wave. And Trey was like, well, we need a website. We need social media management. And why don't you just test this out? And I ended up loving it. And throughout, you know, the the years that I was transitioning, I was just really figuring out, okay, what do I really like? Because I was doing a lot of writing for different companies and I never considered myself like a good writer in school. It was always like not my strongest suit or so I thought. And that's also another thing is like you think that... You doubt yourself in certain aspects. Yeah. And I ended up really strengthening my writing skills and I think writing is really important and, you know, even writing social media captions, like being witty in like making them snappy, um, things like that. And so essentially I, I'm not into writing like really long blogs and stuff for companies anymore. That's not really where I want to really focus. You're really good at it though. I yeah. remember reading them. They were awesome. Thank you. And so, yeah, my focus is really on video, the video aspect of social media marketing, specifically like reels and just short form content and just really helping people 
get their messages across in a concise way and making them feel confident you know, about themselves and putting themselves out there online. And video marketing is huge, so it's kind of necessary for our clients and you know, other businesses to be vulnerable and like show yeah. their face on and be cringy yeah <laughs> yeah do all the lip syncing reels <laughs> well i also didn't mention that you created the cover art for what have you been up to mm -hmm. you also helped with the acronym why but mm -hmm. and kind of aligning everything together in the beginning so thank you so much for that and i think when i first saw it i was just like kind of like holy shit gina did this like not shocked that you were capable of doing it but like mm -hmm. it's like Watching you guys create stuff is really cool because I get to experience it firsthand and you've been my friends for so long. So I just have a different feeling than I think a traditional client would, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like we did the vision boards. I was like, this is so much fun. You yeah. asked me like what what Y-Bud is as a candy or a cereal. <laughs> and we did all yeah, yeah, what chicken wing flavor, <laughs> lemon pepper steppa. But no, it's been it's been really fun to watch that. But I will not be doing your TikTok reels and Instagram reels. I'm not going to do them. I refuse. I know you're going to force me to do something, but I think there's a line though of, you know, creating content is a way to discover yourself. And I never saw myself as someone who was, would be willing to like make videos and talk to the camera because you feel silly. Right. And yeah. you really have to like pep talk yourself. Like, okay, I got this. Like, yeah, it's important what I'm doing. And you know, you learn a lot about yourself through you, you form your, your personality online. Right. And I think a lot of people don't see it as that, but if you look at it that way, you know, not like I'm posting this video and it's only getting two views, but you can think about it. Like I'm posting this video and I'm learning about myself. Oh, I, you know, really like how I like said this message yeah. in the video or whatever it is, you know? That's interesting because it's like sometimes I say things and they're not documented. This yeah. the hookah. <laughs> okay, so we want we always smoke hookah during our episodes mainly. And May wow. made it out of a green pepper. <laughs> Which, also, thank you, May, for, for trying. Yeah. We usually make it out of oranges and apples, but it tastes like straight green pepper flavored tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes so, like a like a savory snack it's like you're eating a green pepper yeah in smoke form <laughs> we're definitely going to keep smoking it, yeah 100 percent because we're fiends <laughs> but it tastes like a fucking green pepper wow it's hitting though it's like it's yeah. smacking maybe we'll make green pepper flavored tobacco maybe we'll just be like a niche uh what was i saying before this <laughs> Um, about creating content and just learning about yourself. Oh my God. And like how you said, like, I'm not doing, like some people just really are not into the, you know, a lot of the lip syncing trends are definitely cringe. So Corny. it's like, how can you stay true to yourself, but also get outside of your comfort zone? Yeah. You know, there's some maybe trends that you're willing to be like, all right, I can try this. But like the, sometimes it's I think like, that some of them are funny. Yeah. But I just don't know. I just fucking hate it. Like, I just fucking hate it. But and it, side I get note, it. they take a lot of, like, even a five-second, like, lip sync, you have to, like, really get it on the exact, yeah. like, you have to... No, otherwise you just look stupid yeah. and it, like, sucks and nobody's going to watch it. Yeah. 
I, I've always said this before even we create before we even created this podcast. Like I truly don't I never cared about how many people were gonna follow it. Mm-hmm. I do care about people listening to it because I, I that's the reason I made it. Mm-hmm. But like growing my Instagram page sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, starting from scratch. Just I don't even I just I just would rather you just be like you know, log into my account and just fucking do mm-hmm. it all. I honestly just want to take little reels of us talking like throughout the episodes because I feel like we have some yeah. funny fucking moments and some good moments and I feel like mm-hmm. that would make sense. Yeah, I mean that's what we do for our clients is just take the best sound bites and Yeah. But I'm not I don't think I'm gonna dance or lip sync, sorry. <laughs> so obviously this is a non traditional path and we talked about college. We talked about, you know, regular well, we've talked about personally, like people doing regular corporate nine to fives, which is pretty much what I do. Mm-hmm. How did you decide like you're going to break that mold, especially like with family pressure and, you know, the anxiety, like you mentioned before, like, what am I going to do now? I get that. Mm-hmm. But really breaking that mold and then like doing it with a partner is even more difficult, I feel like, because yeah. two people have to decide to do a non-traditional thing. Mm-hmm. And then you decide we're going to move fucking more than halfway across the world. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that how does that happen? Yeah, I think, you know, the reaction of my parents when I told them they were shook. Like, yeah. they were like, no, you're not. You're not I think I would have the same reaction. You're not doing this. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's literally across the whole world. That's the farthest I've ever been. So it's a big deal. And this is the Philippines. Yeah. And for all my teacher friends who I would tell, because it was, you know, we made the decision a year before we actually did it. So every time I would tell people, they would be like, what? Like, just completely like can't comprehend what what I think especially at that time, it was pre-COVID. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't like the world was thinking completely differently. Yeah. And I think even during the year that we were planning, I never... It was never reality until we stepped foot in Manila and I was like, shit, like we actually did this. But I'm so grateful that, you know, I just came home one day and I was like, I can't do this teaching thing 20 more years. I just can't. I already have gray hairs. Like I cannot <laughs> do this. And it was just not aligned to where I saw myself going. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I, I wasn't able to do that anymore. And it was just, I would come home and complain to him and... I didn't even realize I was doing it because everyone was just complaining. So I just turned into that. And I had to unlearn a lot of things too, you know, like, for example, you know, having 26 third graders, like Miss Oliver, Miss Oliver, like the whole entire day. Yeah. It's like, I'm making instant decisions so quickly without even thinking about them. And I had to unlearn that. And it's still, you know, a process. And there's been a lot of things that I've had to unlearn from just being in that space, you know, for four years. And I think it it was definitely eye-opening to not only switch com- careers fully, but then move somewhere else completely yeah. different, too. And you've never been that far before. Yeah. That's crazy. And I will say, too, like, so many people are afraid to do what we've done and it was definitely a bold move but I would say even if you're going to move like to a different state you just have to do it and trust that everything is going to fall into place because you know we've told you this before but 
we didn't know anyone when we moved there. And then everyone who we told, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, Zach Laud. Yeah. He's like, well, my family's there. And we got hooked up with um, his cousins and just started making all these connections from friends and friends of friends. That's and so cool. It's like everything just fell into place. Yeah, I think I've seen both of you guys grow exponentially over the last few years. I think we all have as yeah. a group collectively. Yeah. But, like, we're fucking adulting now. Like, we're traveling through Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Like. Wild. <laughs> like, what? Insane. <laughs> we don't need our parents anymore and shit. It's crazy. Nope. Um, <laughs> but, no, seriously, it's crazy. Like, we're, we were all sitting there. I think we are at a restaurant in one of the villages here, and it's just, like, we're just sitting here eating food together in yeah. Guatemala. Like It's crazy. And it's not just a vacation. Like, we're visiting your guys' home. Yeah. And that's what feels different about this trip. Yeah. Like, it feels like we're just, we're not just hanging out. Like, yeah. we're doing something, we're accomplishing something. It's like a next step in our life type of thing. It's cool. Yeah, and y'all have hosted us so many times, and it's just really cool to be able to host you guys. And, you know, it's fun hosting, mm-hmm. you know? and It feels good. Yeah. And it's it's special for us to have you guys here. And, and it feels like you you guys are showing us stuff. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. God damn, the food here is so fucking good. So good. Holy shit. We tested everything out. We've been destroying out. food here. <laughs> Do you remember the chips last night? Sidebar. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to get released, but <laughs> me, May, Trey, and Gina had a podcast really late last night. Four people. It was insane. And we were just hammering chips, chips. there's like 12 bags just lays <laughs> local chips anything that was in our way those fucking oreos are crazy good too i know i'm gonna steal some more <laughs> so shifting away from kind of you know what you do and and this whole living in different places like what what do you feel like your philosophy on life is i guess is too deep but like kind of like you know, your, your, your vibe on life right now. And then also how far in advance do you really look? Cause I feel like traveling from place to place every six months, mm-hmm. you always have to look six months in advance at least. Mm-hmm. But like, do you say, no, this is what I want to look like in five years. This is what I want life to look like in five years. Or do you kind of just go with the flow? Um, we definitely have a five year plan and, but it's not, you know, super rigid. It's just, you know, probably we'll have a family, I hope, in five years. And we don't know exactly how that's going to look with having our lifestyle the way it is. I definitely think it's important for kids to travel. And I think that's how they learn, yeah, like firsthand. Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy seeing like some of the kids that were in Barakai, um, other expats, you know, living there with their kids and they're so knowledgeable because they they live in all these different places and they're going back to Germany and teaching the students there about what life is like in the Philippines, you know, and it's just so cool to see that and I want that for our kids too. So it might look like something different where, you know, we live somewhere for a year yeah. at a time and have our kids be, you know, in school too so they can have social life. But I definitely see, you know, building out Waves team and being a little bit hands off with the actual, you know, production of everything. Right. Every single piece you guys are doing right yeah. now. Yeah. And building it out that way so that we can really, we already have our freedom, but like 
making more so that we're not so attached every single day. We're just overseeing things. And yeah. that way I think we'll be able to build our family and have that time to spend with them as well. So I feel like that's, to answer your question, kind of the, the long-term thinking. But as far as like just planning out different places to go, I mean, we knew it was time to leave the Philippines. We have a very good sense of like, when it's time to leave a space, like we learned what we needed to, we met who we needed to, it's time to move on. And even in Barakai, this beautiful island, it was already, you know, we've been there for a year, we met who we needed to, we were like, okay, it's still time to go, even yeah. living on this beautiful space. So we wanted to be closer to family, friends like you guys, so we picked Mexico, we, ne we got married there, um, but we never really experienced it. And... The food part was really big for us. We wanted to be somewhere that we can just go get street tacos, God you know? Damn. I and can't even imagine. Yeah. That. And so we picked Mexico. But, yeah, I think that you do have to look a little bit farther in advance. Like, we know we want to go to Italy next year. We want to, you know, we're going to go to Africa. So That's we're so cool. planning those things out definitely a little bit in advance. And, like, the thing I respect most about you guys is, like, you really have a vision and, like, you you execute it to the best you can because life always gets in the way. Mm -hmm. Things happen, but, like, mm -hmm. you don't let that phase you. And that's something I always try to take from you guys. Like, when I was going through tough times, mm -hmm. we'd get on a call and, like, I feel like you'd always be like, what about this? What about this? Like, you always have mm -hmm. a potential solution. Mm -hmm. And you make me think so far outside the box. It's crazy. Like, you're, like, yeah, just fucking quit your job tomorrow and like do what you love. And I'm like, you're psychotic, but I mean, I appreciate it. I'm just, yeah. it's just like doing reels. Like, I'm probably not going to fucking do it. Yeah. But I think that's part of being comfortable in like what you are too, right? It's like not everybody can do what you guys did. Yeah. And like, Definitely. that's awesome on your behalf. And that's awesome for somebody who like mm -hmm. really has decided I'm good with where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so much of Instagram and, and so, uh, this is like a sidebar completely. I'm just going on tangent here. But like, I feel like so much of Instagram lately is like, it's either you have to be this like fucking super person that does everything every single day, like hits all your nutritional values, mm -hmm. fucking works out by 5 a.m., yeah. works like eight hours on the dot and like mm -hmm. then has time to like do a, a million other things. Mm -hmm. Or you're fucking like, you're wasting your life at a corporate nine to five. And it's like, yeah. there has to be some balance between that, like yeah. a normal fucking person, yeah. right? Like, and I think finding happiness and things outside of work too, which I think you guys have done a better job at as well. Um, especially taking time off this week to mm -hmm. like, enjoy what you've, you know, yeah. been around. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's just my sidebar. I don't know. Yeah. I think I, used to and I still do this where I just put like a million things in my to-do list and I'm like why why do I possibly think I can get all these things done and then I will get mad at myself well then you, like, yeah then and then it's like you get mad and then like the next time you look at it you're like I'm not gonna get this done and then yeah. I'm like you end up doing nothing that's how I do it sometimes yeah I just get frustrated with myself that I didn't cross everything off the list and sometimes I'll low-key just put something I'll just write it down just so I can cross it right, off. Right, right. <laughs> and but yeah, like just being realistic with yourself about what you're, what you're fully capable of doing in one day, and just finding that balance too. You know, I think that's why we love living in different places is so we can 
you know, switch it up and go outside and try new things, you know, outside of work. And we definitely have to sometimes me and Trey be like, okay, we're not talking about work anymore, you know? Yeah. And it's really hard for us to you guys do, do that. everything on it. Yeah. We do everything together. So sometimes it's hard to turn it off. Yeah. Whereas like when I'm teaching, well, no, I still do that when I was teaching. I came home <laughs> and be like, this kid did yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, me and May had to like really try not to yeah. to bring work home yeah it's hard you know it's hard yeah because like shit happens man and it's yeah. like 60 percent of our lives is yeah working, which is depressing and it's like sometimes you just need to unload all your shit like yeah but then some days you, you have to refrain because it's like you just can't keep giving your partner all that stress yeah. you know and i think that's how trey was feeling when I was teaching, he was like, I just can't, like, he was being sensitive that I was going through a lot of stress, but just being like, I can't keep hearing all of this every day, you know, you know it's too much. It's funny that you say that, because it's like, I think a lot of relationships go through that, mm-hmm. and May used to, like, she's done some shit at work, like, yeah. she deals with some shit, yeah. so it's, like, extra heavy. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, how can we find a time mm-hmm. that it would make sense? Because, like, mm-hmm. if I just dealt with nine hours of bullshit and then she comes home immediately and it's like, boom, yeah. and it's like, fuck, like, I'm I'm just filled with, like, all this emotion. Because you feel for that person, you love that person, you know they're going through it. It's not like, I don't want to hear it, but it's like, how can we, like, piecemeal it? Or yeah. when can we talk about this where it's yeah. not like we're both stressing about the same situation. Yeah, like scheduling a time to talk about. Yeah. I think it feels good to know that other other couples go through the same thing because yeah. sometimes you sit there as a couple and you're like, Do, am I an asshole yeah. for this? Yeah. Right? Like, like, yeah. should I be feeling this way? Yeah. So, but man, even just thinking about that feeling of mm-hmm. that stress, it's just, a, it's an, un, it's, you can't, you can't, describe it until you feel it you know yeah. um but i can only imagine you guys both working at wave and doing this stuff and dealing with the same client mm-hmm. i'd be like talking shit all day <laughs> like just yeah. like this or that like yeah. i have to do x y and z like i i feel like that would be the toughest part for sure yeah it's definitely having to refrain from complaining sometimes yeah you know that gratefulness yeah and just be like okay we are grateful that we have all these clients and we're growing so fast and just bring it back to that space and I think that's what this week let us do is just get back to that you know because if you're all filled up with you know all these negative situations and then you're complaining and it's always it's just going to be worse and then you're going to spiral you yeah, know completely so I told you I, I always have a question that <laughs> I don't discuss with the person I'm talking to. This isn't like that crazy of a question, but I've always kind of wondered like what made us friends versus like, you know, Trey and I being friends and then you obviously being his girlfriend and then his fiance and then wife. Mm -hmm. It's always felt like by default, but Mm -hmm. I feel like we have a separate friendship. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered like what created that in your opinion? Um, I mean, I think because naturally I was coming around you more in high school like we talked about this last night we had so many different friend groups in high school and I really don't even remember seeing you I don't even think we used to like really talk in high school yeah Yeah. and 
I don't know. I think, you know, seeing you and Trey and your friendship that you had, I was like, this guy's cool. Yeah. Like, Yeah, Trey and I's friendship has definitely, like, shown our true colors, I think. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And just being with you guys this week, I see that May and Trey have a lot in common, and me <laughs> and you have a lot in common. We are too. pretty much the fucking same, aren't we? Yeah, and it's just funny seeing that, those similarities. Uh, <laughs> like, Trey like, we've and been May, on each other's side the whole fucking yeah, week. <laughs> Trey and May have all the money handled. Like, yeah. They're like, how much is it? Okay. Uh, yeah, like, me and you are we, just like, yeah, handle, handle in it. The back. <laughs> handle just, it. <laughs> where are we going to eat next? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I really respect you as a friend, and, like, I think I I needed to take more time, and I think this week helped to, like, really not just appreciate you as a friend, but be like, you know, this is why Gina's my friend separately. It's not just Trey and Gina. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't like when people group me and May together because we're not mm-hmm. just one person. Like, yeah. we're, we're individuals, yeah. and we have our things about us that people should, like, enjoy as a friend and not just because they're around you know yeah I like that you asked that question because I do feel like there's a lot of friends that I have that are like technically Trey's friends first right and so I think it's cool that you asked that and like okay well but we're also our own person exactly like I I, like I want to like to spend time with you because of who you are Mm -hmm. not because you're married to my best friend Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah I appreciate that yeah I appreciate you. I think, honestly, this has been such a great episode. Yeah. And I feel like we've talked so much this week. Yeah, we have. That, like... It would be repeating stuff. It's not even just repeating <laughs> stuff. It, it, like, it is that, but I just feel like this feels just a good spot yeah. to end this. Like... Yeah. I feel like we've... The incense is almost done. Yeah, Trey made, made sure that yeah. if <laughs> the incense is done, we cannot talk anymore. Yeah. No, but I feel like what we just talked about in the last however many minutes mm-hmm. probably really got through of, you know, what what we mean to each other and then, like, yeah. why I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, again, I really appreciate you letting me record in your house. Yeah, of and course. And hosting us all week. Like, I've been staring out this window, and for those listening, I'm literally looking at, like, palm trees mm-hmm. and blue skies, and I'm listening to birds, and there's a waterfall in the background. Like, it just does not get any better it's than It's unreal. This. Yes. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Of course. That's a wrap. Yes, sir.